You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. Woo! And good evening and welcome to another installment of the Loose Cannon. Hello. <laughs> and everybody, that's Tater. Tater, huh? And this is and uh, giggling like a little schoolgirl next to me is Tony. Uh, apparently my co uh, my cohorts here don't understand uh, silence on the set, but we'll work on it. Hi everybody. Silence of the set. Happy Wednesday. How's it going? Um it's going well. Can't yeah. complain, you know. Like you say, life's taking forever. But Tatus, how's it going with you, bud? Oh, you know, uh, got the old in and outs of the day. The wonderful trollings of humanity pass by. The visit. All right, so life. we got a definite uh, uh, hot show today. Everybody's in the woof. God damn the energy! You got the energy of a lima bean right now, Taters. Is it the heat down in Tennessee that's treating it like you can't move that much? I'm just. I'm just getting catatonic over people that don't. Okay, like, hold on, Taters. Taters, I'm gonna hold on. I'm sorry, Taters. Just cut you up, <laughs> Tony. If you, okay, <laughs> what the guy. people at home don't understand is that I sometimes, uh, not sometimes, I have to edit the podcast, right? So, Tony, for the last two and a half years now, has goes <laughs> in the fucking microphone. All right, it kills me when I edit because all I hear is. Do me a favor. We don't have dump buttons, okay? Because usually in radio, guys, when somebody sneezes, it's called a cough button or a dump button, right? So if somebody gets crazy on the line or you got a cough or sneeze, you hit it so the other person can't hear it. So there is diehard people that definitely... What is that? What are you doing? It's a, it's a burp. Like, like you know, you have so a you're just gas. burping. So for the no, last... it's not a burp. It's like I mean, it's not like I'm burping. So for, so it's a silent, but it's like a silent but deadly fart. It's kind of like you know, you just so have a little bit of a. For two and a half years, you've been burping directly How into that microphone. Because I hear everything. You don't, hear, you don't hear anything. I could be screaming your name with a bullhorn from across the street, and you walk around like Rain Man. This you hear. It's called selective hearing, Tony. It's like a Discovery Channel special. They should be filming you on a branch. And Eric Cassie can hear a burp from three miles away to detect prey. So can you do me a favor? Between the <laughs> snorting through your nose ring. <laughs> and, All right, I'll try to keep the bodily just, functions under wraps. But, uh, yo, I have no problem that you do it because it happens. It's humanity, you know? Just right. point your head away from the microphone. If it makes you feel any better, there's a whole cadre of bodily functions I am suppressing. So, uh, Taters, how's uh, the suppressing heat down there? Are you getting used to it? No, I never get. I mean, it's it, it's the same heat as up there. There's nothing nothing's different anymore. Along the you know, like oh, everything's ex- fucking hot in the summer. I disagree, Bill Nye. I think it's completely different. Actually, uh, we we uh, live on. Uh, you lived on it yourself for a very long time. It's called an island. But the humidity up here is like it's like an act of God. It's it is it's actually it's it's ridiculous because down there, you know how taters you say it's like a dry heat. I wouldn't say that. I would. I mean, the South is known for humidity, but we get, we're in a little bit of a mountainous region, so we get a little bit of both humidity and dryness. I don't see a nice t- mix. I, I don't see Tennessee as being very um, like okay. When we were filming, actually in Tennessee, how hot was it that day on the bridge? I mean, oh, you could have fried an egg off of Tony's God. head. It was horror on earth. But it wasn't like I was. It wasn't like up here where I felt like I had to cut through the air with a machete. 
I thought I was going to have to straight edge my pants off when we got home. Oh, my God, dude. That heat down there. Well, It was t- bad. It's, but uh, do, you th- do you think that people down south, the reason they are slow is because just through years and years of genetics, it's so hot down there that they just move at a slower pace? You know what I think about sometimes? What like, kind of slow are you talking about? Are you talking about <laughs> slow mentally? Because we're not slower mentally. Uh, I mean, I, di- I didn't. I, I didn't say that. Um, I, I, I don't know what, you what complex you got, bro. Tennessee is like on oh, point. Dylan's being yeah, cute. Yeah, come on, bud. Don't like. I'm not. I never said mentally. I'm saying like, like if you go to a gas station in a southern state, the it might not. The gas attendant might not be as quick as somebody from New York. You know what drives me nuts, though? Do you remember watching those old westerns where the guys would square off in the street and they'd both be wearing, like, a black fedora, 17 button-down shirts, a vest, a parka, 16 overcoats, and a tie, and it's, like, 120 (laughs) out there? It's like, guy, what are you leaving the house in? Yeah, under those shirts, it smells like Tony's microphone. It probably does. Um, Yeah, I think, actually, they wear layers so the sun don't, like... If you're in the desert, uh, and this is all bro science right now, yeah, but if, like, be good. if let's say if you are a Clint Eastwood and Spaghetti Western, and you're in the desert in Italy and shit, like apparently it can pierce. And did we ever find out how wide uh, Long miles. Island is? How, I mean, how wide it is? 23 miles. And what did you say, Tony? Uh, I ranged from, I started in like the 20s, went to the I was like up to about 100. What was your answer? I, I, at one point I said all 100. Right. Tony's I disqualified. Was... What did you say, Taters? I said... 34. And I said 18. Yeah, I was way off. Price is right. Rules 23. I'm closer. I win all the time. It's great. So I'm always winning. You are, you son of a bitch. Never mind. Uh, So I think the reason they wear layers is because the sun is so strong in the desert that it can pierce actual, like, one layer of clothing. Well, in a survival situation. I don't know if that's true, guys. If you were to get stuck in in a desert in a survival situation, apparently the way it works is you travel at night and you sleep during the day. Yeah, you live like a homeless man. Because you can serve your energy during the the midday heat under shade if you can, and then during the night, because it gets very cold in the desert at night. It's not like, hey, it's a little bit cooler. It's like 110 during the day, and it's like, you know, 40 at night. It's bad news. Isn't it fucked up that I've contemplated what I'm going to do if comedy doesn't work out and become homeless? Dude, you're preaching to the choir, You think bro. you'd be a good homeless person? I'd be fucking... I'm a cockroach. My set my set Saturday night was all about what happens if you if you wind up homeless. Yeah, I was, I was, in, the, I was in the back getting in my big Bubba gear <laughs> yeah, at the I time. You, did, you didn't miss know. much. We had a really good... Uh, <laughs> we, we had a really good uh, Saturday, but we're, we're like scatterbrains today. What were we just talking about before that? Uh, Taters, what did I just wandering say? Wandering through the desert at oh, yeah, night. Wandering through the desert at night. Uh, Taters asked me if I'd be a good homeless person. I'd be an excellent homeless person because, I mean... You can, like, the kids in Brooklyn aren't even, like, homeless people. They're just looking to score, man. Like I said, like, me being broke, they don't even come up to my car anymore. Like a 96 Subaru with all the options. Because the kids in Brooklyn probably just look like they're homeless, and their mommy and daddy probably have $12 million in the bank, and they're living in some sky-high penthouse. Yo, man, my pants are ripped, and I got an old shirt that's nine sizes too big, but I'm really worth, like, $37 billion. I look down, they got better sneakers than I do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did a finger painting in 12th grade, so I'm an artist. Yeah, okay, buddy. And they used to wash your windows, at least, or do something, sell a bottle of water. Yeah. You know, now it's just, hey, man, come on, man. Yo, man, like... <laughs> Like, you know, I'm really liberal and I'm really like, accepting on, of things. Can't you just throw me a couple of hundo? Do you remember uh, what, that movie Falling Down with uh, Kirk Douglas? Yeah. And the, and the, like, no homeless man has ever acted like that, ever. Just give me some money. No. How, how about the change in your pocket? I don't care if it's a dime. Give it to me. I'm not giving you any money. You got a cigarette? I don't smoke. Oh, come on, man. You got to give me something. Yeah, why don't you try to get a job? Son of a bitch! 
Football season is the best time of year. Until it's over. Now it's back to spending quality time with the family, and God knows you dread that. Now that football's over, babe, we can go to Madison's communion with the whole fam. Oh, and you can sit with me for Manny Petty, and we have brunch with my cousin's best friend and her kids. And we can try pottery like in Ghost and go to a lavender farm. Oh, can you grab my purse, babe? Don't take your own life. Just take Hybertol. In a new, easy-to-drink, three-gallon dose, it will knock you out from the Lombardi lift to the kickoff of next year. Side effects may include unemployment, divorce, bed sores, shingles, measles, mumps, polio, Ebola, hay fever, typhoid, smallpox, bigpox, bluepox, chickenpox, black plague, scurvy, and Richard Dreyfus syndrome. Thanks, Hybertol. Hybertol, fast forward through life's off season. What do you think is the best, the best homeless character in a movie? Yes. Haters, huh? all time. Best okay. homeless off person. the top of your head. Um, well, first, the first person that comes to my mind that I hate is the lady from the second Home Alone, I think I who completely ruined the movie. You got Steve Buscemi from uh, <laughs> from Big Daddy, right, with the crazy eyes, who would like uh, always just get beat up. Oh, I, I, you want me to yeah. tell you mine? Oh, yeah, please. That, yeah. I'm going for, you ready for this one? Yeah. Michael Jai White as Spawn when he comes back oh from the God. dead and he has to live in the gutter oh, with the violator. Oh, yeah. From Spawn? You saw that, Dylan? That was a good one. Spawn? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was one of my slow watches. My, my, my Netflix <laughs> oh, yeah. slow watch. It took me about a week oh, to watch it. So what, uh, for the people, Taters has said that on the show before. So what Taters does is, and I dig it, Taters treats a movie like uh, reading a book. Right. So, like, you know how you just don't sit down and ingest a book like you ingest a movie? Taters, like, you know, you go out on the deck, you read 15 pages. That's what he does with movies. What did you slow burn last time? He just watches it, like, 15 minutes at a clip and then just goes read poetry. I did, um, uh, fuck, what's this? The, uh, the Demolition Man. <laughs> he slow, <laughs> he slow watched Demolition Man. Well, Demolition and Man. And Judge Dredd, too. Yeah. Demolition Man is an Judge homage Dredd. to, Judge uh, Dredd, that's the one, it was Judge Dredd, then Demolition Man. Um, I'm slow watching a, a documentary on Vans right now. Well, Demolition Man is an homage to Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. What? Yeah. You ever hear the, the book? The, yeah, yeah. Brave I mean, New it's, World it's by Aldous Huxley. Good. I mean, no. I have to slow watch it. That's because, basically what Demolition is supposed to be a, a, a takeoff. Of. Yeah. Like Lenina Huxley, the, the second lead character. I'm not that into it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, Bruce Wayne when he's homeless for a brief period to All practice right. being Batman. We're done. We're done. The whole show. I, I, I have like a list um, of homeless guys. I, like, I keep an eye on. I like John Voight in Midnight Cowboy. Oh, I told you guys I met John Voight, right? Last Saturday. I think you did. You met John Voight. Can't hear a word they're saying. <laughs> Just driving around in John Voight's car. <laughs> so my girl, he lives in the building next to my girls in uh, in Brooklyn. Right. So. Uh, I get out of my car and I see this uh, big, tall, white dude, and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's fucking John Voight," because I heard he moved into town. Right. So I'm, I'm like creeping now. I can imagine. I have like I'm creeping, so like I'm across the street. I'm trying to get to see a look at his face. It's him. <laughs> Eric sniffing his ass like a dog. Yeah. So he's going up. Wow. He's going up to like every like biracial couple that he can meet with a baby, and it's, like going and talking to him, and like spending a good ten minutes with him. Like yeah. all the kids that he he sees, he goes up and talks to him. He's a real pleasant dude, you know. So I'm like, oh my god. So I had to get a video of him for my for my group chat because we all love him. And so, like, I'm, like, recording him off my hip and, like, walking by him. <laughs> it was so creepy. Yeah, that must be, uh, 
And then this guy walks by me and he looks at me and like he sees me. I'm like, I'm recording John Voight, real creep, real creeper style. And the guy just gave me the weirdest look on earth. So anyway, so I'm like, I'll leave him alone, you know. So I go back to my girl's place and we're going to be late for the reservations. The place right down the block and it's going to be busy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go sit at the table, wait for you to come. And uh, I'll see you in five minutes. So I walk down the street, John Voight again. Now, like three guys are talking to him on the street corner. I'm like, I, I have I have to talk to John Voight. So as I'm walking by him, I just tap his elbow and he looks at me and I go, hey, John, for Christmas, I'm going to buy you a disguise so you can live in peace like that. So he starts laughing like that. And I go, by the way, I loved Runaway Train. And he goes, that's a great movie. Eric Roberts is a talented actor like that to me. And, I, and he gave me the he gave me the gun symbol and the wink. At the same time, John Voight gave me a gun symbol and a wink. You know, it, it must be difficult for celebrities, and there's always people trying to speak to them, too. I saw Billy Joel at IGA a couple of weeks oh, ago. Jesus he's God. on his motorcycle. When, and, of course, I walk by, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say anything to him. Hi, whatever. Uncle he's Billy. Yeah, he's living his life. Like, you know, whatever. You get to go to the store in peace, you know. And this other guy walks by. He's like, hey, what do you got, a motorcycle over there? What do you drive around on that thing? It's like, all right, guy, like. You know, come on. Yeah, uh, well, Uncle, the, do you ever hear how he hit the house in Babel? He was smoking a J at uh, one of the private beaches at Southside Beach. And, like, of course, somebody walking the dog was like, that Billy Joel! And he must have got all freaked out from being stoned, and he gunned it out of the place, like, doing 100 back to center around where he lives and, like, where the gates are going to close and leave all the zombies out. And he crashes into one of my friend's grandmother's houses. She's, like, 96. They interviewed her on News 12. She's like, I'm 96, and I don't hit a house. You know, he comes through the wall three times a week, but this was the first time it actually happened in real life. Yeah, he, uh, because I was going to say, when you ran into him at the grocery store, did he, did he go, and then run underneath the bridge, like, Rumpelstil? He looks like he should live under a fucking bridge. No, that didn't happen. Billy, he's like, it's like, it's a troll. It's not Billy Joel. I'm Big Bubba. Welcome to Big Bubba's Barbecue. Come on in. This summer we got more deals than a three-armed gypsy. Our Big Bubba Boobios, $3.99. Then we got our barbecue canned clams, $4.50. And for you guys with a big hunger, we got our barbecue jam sandwich, $5.99. We got rides for the kids. $6.99. Or I sleep with your wife. Dealer's choice. <laughs> Checkers, did you fart again? Don't take my word for it. Let's hear the critics. Oh, damn. That's just a good rub. What's in that rub? Big Bubba, what's in that rub? What's in that rub, Big Bubba? What's in that rub, Big Bubba? What's in that rub? We got Weigh Your Wife Wednesdays. Bring her down. She pays what she weighs. We got Food Stamp Fridays. So come on down. We'll shoot the shit. And remember... You can't lick your old Uncle Bubba. Come on down and see Checkers. Um, yeah, so I'm quitting smoking. I heard Marlboro what? shares went down 13% on that announcement just now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, because I told <laughs> my philosophy is if um, smoking can kill Patrick Swayze, you can kill anybody. Yeah, that's 100 percent true. That's my yeah. philosophy, but there's never a good time to quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, oh, okay, we'll quit in September, but yeah, then the fall festivals come around, and nothing's better than smoking a butt in the crisp air, you know. Yeah, okay, sure. so how about this? We'll quit during, uh, you know, December, January, when you know we're hibernating and stuff, and we don't want to go outside and freeze our ass off and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, but then we have uh, Christmas. 
And then you got New Year's and you got to smoke a cigarette during that. All right, Kate, the spring. But yeah, now we're allowed outside. We can finally smoke a butt outside and enjoy it. And then the summertime, it's like, oh, fucking all bets are off. Because yeah, then it's just like chain smoke city. Yeah. My buddy's terrible at that, too. Like, he, we went camping. He must have went through, like, two packs the first day. He was like, ew, ew, ew. Because it's like when you're especially camping. Like, it, there's so much downtime. That's what smoking right. is, is downtime. Like, and it's so weird because even today, like, with all we know about smoking, if you take a five-minute break from work and just go stand outside and stare into the air, the, your manager's going to come outside and be like, dude, what are, you, what are you doing? Does the public bathroom situation have you a little confused and angry? Well, those days are over. Thanks to Poober. Poober's the first revolutionary app that you can use with your tablet or smartphone that sends a trans-neutral bathroom directly to your location. I can't believe this restaurant doesn't have a bathroom that's right for me. This place is in the Stone Age. No problem, I've got Poober coming. And remember, Poober's lean, green, biodegradable, and trans-portable. Poober, changing the way you take a shit. And uh, what is this? Oh, uh, at 10 a.m., pool. Pool party. I don't know what that means. Pool party. It's is in my that, phone, though. 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. pool. Is that one of those house party, like house comedy shows that no, you've been I, doing? I hope so. It's a, it's a comedy, though. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's a comedy, though. Wednesday, 4 p.m., foot. These are stand-ups. These are things. notes that know. Mike wrote down. I don't know what So what do you are. do to show up there and go, I'm here for the foot? All right, so you got to clean the pool and you got to go to Foot Locker. So what am I going to do at 4 p.m.? Uh, you're you're going to find your foot out. In your mouth. It involves His feet, feet though. Yeah, exposed. Uh, yeah. Why are your shoes off today? I don't know. This, I maybe, mean, maybe that's the answer. Maybe yeah. the foot. No, they don't stink. But just why are your shoes they off? They don't because I have slip-on shoes, and I I figured I'd slip them off. They don't stink. Lie, lie, and lie. But they're nice-looking feet, though, aren't they? How's that for? No, uh, no, they're disgusting, actually. <laughs> my jeans and barefoot. Doesn't my go my with. my feet look like fucking hobbit feet. They should they should never be seen by anybody. Yeah, you probably got like witch doctor toes. Just the way you're built. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, how how am I built? I could just tell your toes are not good. My, He's got feet like those little those little pink. Uh, no, no, they're, balls they're literally, the desk, dude, they're like they're like half fingers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it looks literally looks like the green thumb, Doctor Green Thumb. Those trucks that used to drive around yeah. is my big toe. It's it's massive, and then it looks like a fucking um uh, like a duck fin because I have such flat feet. Mm. I have zero arch in my feet. Plantar that's the one thing I don't like. I hope so. Eventually, I'm working my way up to it. Maybe you should come with me to the foot doctor. To the foot. feet. No, actually, when I put my uh, when I put my feet on those like uh, those Doctor Shoals like meters at CVS, the yeah. fucking thing starts smoking. Yeah, he's it's actually uh, he's actually going to try out for Shredder. Yeah. <laughs> what with the Foot Clan? The foot Clan, yeah. Oh, uh, Tony with the Foot Clan reference. Oh, uh, and by the way, guys, we got a uh, we got a, I guess you know. Let's go to the news. <laughs> It's time for the news. The old bag of wind, Skeletor, as I like to call him, Bill Clinton, was on an interview about this new book he has coming out with George Patterson. Hi, I'm George Patterson. Buy my newest novel, I Steal Your Money Again and Write the Same Book. Of me to now. Do you, do you think differently or feel more responsibility? No, I felt terrible. But <laughs> 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 George Patterson, for God's he sake. He already needs a glass of water. He said one word. He needs a glass of water. What right. point do you get? What age do you get to yeah. that 
you like you your voice misfires. We go, well, listen to me. Look at George Patterson's face. Looks like Ren Howick. Holy shit! I mean, like he looks like he's about to go to the uh, the gas chamber. They probably freeze him and then bring him back when they need him. (laughs) I'm Patterson. Check out my... He sounds like the guy from Bob's when he does a book. Hey, come buy my book, The Death of Kennedy, and then get an L-shaped Surtur for Sleeper, $5.99. What's... You ever seen his wife in those videos? Uh, Yeah, she's Bob from Bob's uh, discount store? No. Kind of made me kind of made me hard a little bit. Yeah. Oh God. Dude. Yeah. You, really? Kind of made my jeans move a little just bit. Just like a vampire that's gone a long time well, without a meal. Actually, I don't know if it's my frugal Irishness coming out because of the deals. Just the prices are so low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably you he know. What's the bang the sofa? Oh my God. Three ninety nine. Ottoman Empire. Damn. Imagine this. A whole wife. empire surrounded by putting your feet up. Back to Seinfeld. And I came to grips with it. Did you ever apologize? I came to Crips with it. I came, I went, all right. I went to L.A. I talked to the Crips about it, and they're cool with it. He didn't always sound like that. I don't know what happened to that guy. Uh, he's as old as dirt. And if you if you were married to Hillary Clinton, yeah. I would think that it might eh, play <laughs> on you a little yeah. bit. And no, yes, you are giving one side and omitting. Facts. Mr. President, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to present a side. I'm no, not, no. I'm, you asked me if I agreed. The answer is no. I don't. And I, well, I asked if you'd ever apologize. And you, you're only giving one side. He's giving Monica Lewinsky's side. Bill, you're in the room. I don't understand. What is this guy asking, Bill? He's asking her, "Do you owe Monica Lewinsky a private apology?" So they came here to talk about a book. It is a sandbag deal. It really is. They got him in there to talk about the blowjob. Yeah, this it, happens it, to him all the time, though, this guy. He's probably like, this fucking blowjob won't go away. I know. I hope it was a good one, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, listen, I mean, I, I don't care what you do in your personal life. I but don't care. Maybe just not get blown in the Oval Office. But wait a minute now. On the other side of the story, like, what? if you could, wouldn't yeah. you be like, yo, what's up? Um, I'd let Hillary blow me in the Oval Office. Well, I, you, know she, you know she's not. You I got know. a better chance of drowning than yeah. a dolphin than that going yeah. on. Ack, 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 with a Star Trek elf. It's yeah. like, ack, 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 ack. You said you had. I have. You've apologized to her. I apologize to everybody in the world. It is important. I've apologized to everybody in the world. Well, I'm sorry, the people of Rwanda, yeah. for Monica blowing my dick. You know, I've been, I've been making sure that I'm going to give a good old apology to everybody, especially those little hot little young ones. <laughs> right. Yo, man, when he was in Arkansas... Like he literally like just had panties on his head the whole time with his oh, brother. Yeah, he's, he's like, woo, woo. To me, that everybody who has been hurt know that the sorrow I feel is genuine. For all the ladies that were hurt by me, I didn't even go all way in, you baby. I had <laughs> another two inches to go. Yo, apparently though, Bill's fucking got a hammer. How do yeah. you know that? I don't. Know, I just made it up. Oh boy. First and most important, my family. Also, my friends, my staff, my cabinet. By the way, who's running water in the back during this press yeah, conference? Someone's making a, uh, an espresso or whatever. It is amazing how far we've come with yeah. video and audio since that time. Because yeah. you literally watch a clip of the 98 Yankees and it's like, is this? It looks like when the 1920s yeah. used to put a flashlight up in a bottle of whiskey so it would like give that yellow effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Literally, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Monica Lewis. 
Hmm? Someone has a Keurig going in the background. <laughs> <laughs> now, please shut that Keurig off. Do you I feel I like thought over an apology? No, I do. I, I, I do not. Uh, 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 the only person that deserves an apology is probably the, the old Asian woman at the cleaners trying to get that stain out. Occasion that I was sorry. That's very different. You know, like your mom when you're arguing with either your dad or your like sibling. And she, okay, enough already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, listen to the the mother hen come out. Private apologies owed. I think this thing has been. It's 20 years ago. Come on, let's talk about JFK. Let's talk about you know LBJ. Stop already. We're talking about I don't LBJ. Yeah, we're talking about BJ's actually, Mister. Uh, <laughs> uh, come on already. Well, what you don't talk about books that you wrote 20 years ago? Are you drowning in student loan debt? Feel like you're going to be paying them off forever? Well, those days are over. Thanks now to Dedicide. Eliminate student loan debt with this small, easy to swallow capsule. It's filled with space age patent chemicals that stops your debt dead in its tracks. So well, what's in it? Here, take it. It's cyanide. Our theory is if you're dead, you can pay. Call in the next 15 minutes and we'll double your order. Wait a minute. If one pill kills you, why do you have to double the order? Fine. We'll triple your order. Call in the next five minutes and we'll kill you absolutely free. Let's hear from some of our satisfied customers. Don't forget to ask our operators about our group rates. But wait, there's more. But there's more? Try debt aside for seniors. Go out on your own terms before Uncle Sam picks your pockets or the kids jammy in some home. No more bills for me. See you in hell, Fannie Mae. <laughs> you don't want to go out anymore. No one wants to go out, right? You don't want to fucking go out. No. I used to love going out. Now it's like, no, I'm not going You've out. You've already obtained the reason you went out. You have a fiance. Exactly. So it's over. <laughs> I'll start yawning. So she starts yawning. Yeah. You got so it everybody's yawning. Yeah. Like I'll just fake yawn. Yeah, I'll start fake limping. Maybe other people maybe just catch on, just so this party ends. <laughs> well, maybe you hang out with a lot of empathetic people. Yeah. Do the people with the Prince Alberts are they yawning after you yawn, Tony? Maybe. I hope, <laughs> I hope not from that mouth. Do you have, wait, did, did you say you had one or don't? I don't know. I would never. Wouldn't well, do dare. You have any other piercings besides? I your had nose? my tongue done when I was a teenager, but it didn't go very well. Now, so when you come, would that be considered a cough or a yawn? With a Prince like Albert? Your, no, your dick is yawning or coughing when you come. Throwing up, wouldn't it be? Yeah, throwing up. Blah! Um, you're engaged. Yeah. How long has this been going on? I got engaged in uh, September. Nice. Last year. Cool, man. No, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> no. You see, though, like you said, like now I don't go out anymore. Like I'm 37 and I still go out because I feel Do like you? my life is still so droll. So like I'm trying to almost live vicariously through myself. Single man. Yeah, I'm a single man. You go out too? I I got a girlfriend. No, I'm saying, do you go out, though? Like, I out? go out with my girlfriend. I have fun. You do? Yeah. And I don't drink. <laughs> you go to the bar, look around. It's always like, no, no. Yeah, it's like marriage. No, 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 no. Sex? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you never want to meet anyone at a bar. I, I met Jamie at a bar, though. No, I'm kidding. I, but uh, you never want to meet your future wife. No. She's, yeah. Because you, you know they drink. They know they're crazy. I never had an addictive per I just I smoked weed. I never did anything. Actually, I did salvia once. Oh, God, what was don't, that like? Don't recommend it. Yeah, That's the worst that. thing ever, it sounds I like. I didn't know I was doing it. Salvia's uh, like fake synthetic weed that takes you, you to another planet yeah, for a couple minutes, right? I smoked it out of a bong. I was 18 or 
I don't know, 20. Oh, see, he's 27, so that shit was like really popping off with you guys. I was 20 years older. Yeah. Around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they tell you what it was first? No, I spo- I just, I hit a fucking bong. Biggest rip, the biggest <laughs> bong rip of my life. Yeah. And I fucking exhaled and I went, hmm, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. But you snap out of it, it lasts like a minute. Well, it's like, it's like doing a fucking CO2 whip it, right? Yeah. I, oh, I, I don't know. I, oh, I, you've I, never I, done? Oh, man, that's that's fucking fun. We yeah, used to do, we used to actually take uh, take mushrooms, and then I would steal all the uh, whip it containers from Starbucks when I worked there as a kid, and then we'd go to the rock, you know, down by Oak Point, the rock that's in the water. Yeah. There's just this huge boulder that's in the water, and when it's a little low tide, you can go out to it and just yeah. chill on it and wait for the water to come up. So we were doing uh, mushrooms and doing whippets at the same time in a balloon. Uh, we I saw Wait, sa- what? you said balloon. Yeah, uh, it's it's called a cracker. Right. So like you know when you what like did you, what did you call Tony? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <exactly>. I, uh, <laughs> hey, a cracker. <laughs> hey. Um, when you actually take the whipped cream thing and you close it onto it, it goes okay. right. Okay. So you have this metal piece. You put the the capsule in and you close it and you keep turning it until the air is released, but the balloon catches it. Then you unscrew it. Right, take the cartridge out, and then now you have it on your mouth and like you this, balloon. and you keep inhaling and exhaling yeah. into the balloon. It's like hitting so a volcano. So you're oh. literally only getting right. just the CO two, and your... you go into fucking orbit. And on top of mushrooms, uh, it, it's pretty intense. I saw Santa Claus. That's <laughs> bad news. Bad. I saw a lime green Santa Claus. You can freeze your lungs doing that shit. See, it's I don't know, man. Oh, what? Okay, Dad. Oh, you sorry. can freeze your lungs doing that. You know that? I, s- I sprayed my balls once with uh, keyboard cleaner. Why? Oh my God! Also, don't recommend that. Uh, it was an accident. I didn't know. What's the matter? The typing wasn't working out the way you <laughs> yeah, like? I, have to, I have a keyboard on my ball sack. Did you it's ever get? Ba- did you ever get Bengay on your sack? No. Oh my God! It's the worst feeling in the world. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How are we going to gloss over him spraying his balls with keyboard cleaner? I, I, we, we need to know the you know story. You know what? <laughs> How'd you do it? Uh, it's not. It sounds like it's going to be a good story, but I literally just sprayed my nuts. Oh, with I it. think it might be. <laughs> no, just to see what was up. Yeah, I just sprayed my nuts. What do you think was gonna happen? Uh, See, Tony, I think your grow. penis was electronic. I thought stuff was gonna get bigger. I don't know. I'm <laughs> coming up on the one year anniversary of when I accidentally ate a full weed chocolate bar. Oh God, that's so another fun time. I have. Uh, you guys have Time Hop? Yeah, it's I've like, heard of it. Oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it tells it you like for of, a year? Yeah, it keeps track of all your posts. So exactly a year ago, I have a 45 minute clip on my phone that my at the time, girlfriend, well, fiance, she taped me while I was tripping my fucking ass off. Tripping a, on the fucking chocolate bar. I ate, I ate it one shot, a whole bar. What was it, like 250 milligrams? Something like that. I forget what it, it is. Just yeah. It's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's scary that I didn't know because I, I came home and it was the NBA Finals. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down and uh, I go in the freezer and there's this chocolate bar and I just I ate it. Yeah. Thinking it was nothing. Yeah. And it tastes like weed. But yeah. I just didn't process it. Yeah. <laughs> 45 minutes goes by, and I'm like, whew, I don't. <laughs> something's not feeling. I don't feel good. Like coming out of the TV. This is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I had a panic attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a full blown panic you attack. You better believe it. So I think, I don't know. Like, if this, you, you know, you know, like, you never had anxiety smoking. I used to fucking. Of course. Get so high. I used to hate it. Uh, yeah. It's one of the reasons why I stopped. I yeah. actually, I got a buddy. Um, who he's like he's like six four, two hundred and sixty pounds, and when we eat the same edible, he's like on the couch, yeah. and it does nothing to me. I literally ate 
It was like I ate two of them. So uh, 500 milligrams of uh, That's a lot of fucking back to back. I ate two of them, two That's chocolate bars, and it just does nothing to me. It absolutely does. N- I don't get you sure. I'm positive, man. Like, I'm not like, you're so stoned, you don't even know it, man. Yeah. No, like, I drove to Brooklyn right after it. In that snowstorm. The you last think th- you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, said. I was in yeah. Williston Park wetting yeah. myself yeah. the whole yeah. time. He's just in his car, just jacking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. You right. never like, need as much as you think you do. I mean, these people that smoke, they have a couple of hits, you're fine. People got that they smoke, you know, a blunt the size of a baseball bat, and then they wonder, like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. Well, actually, think so? And the, oh, funny, yeah, and the funny thing about it is, is that weed isn't like alcohol. Where if you keep drinking, you'll get more fucked. Yeah. Weed, it's like I yeah. think like like when you roll a blunt, bro. Yeah. Uh, like after four pulls, you're good. Yeah. You can you yeah. can you can just cap that thing off because yeah. if you smoke the whole thing, I you can't get higher. Yeah. You know, and then it's the the tolerance issue. I think there's like you can get like the three hit high, which is like hey. This is pretty great, you know. I'm feeling good. I'm there. Yeah. And then they have like the deluxe, like seven hit high, where you're like, holy fuck. But then after that, it's like, all right, it's just the same old. Well, that's what I say to say to the guy that I get weed off. Of. He's like, want sativa or a hybrid? It's like, well, give me a sativa. I want to analyze how my whole family is going <laughs> to die one day. Yeah. Like at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. don't smoke sativas, everybody out there in Radio Land. Uh, if you want to smoke some stuff, smoke a downer because uh, you don't want your mind racing at about three thirty in the morning. Yeah, and that's kind of the reason why I like alcohol because alcohol is the most destructive thing you can put in your body. But it's like, you know what? The weed, like, I remember back when I used to do it a lot, it was like, you're really self-conscious, you're really strung out, you're really, like, nervous and edgy, you're hanging out, like, you're just, like, one time I was hanging out with my friends, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so, like, in my head, yeah. and, like, I was so awkward and weird, like, I couldn't enjoy their company. Boom, I'm like, the waitress comes over, I'm like, yo, you know, Jack and Coke. Yeah. Boom, I get a couple of slams, the good old, the good old social juice in me, yeah. and I'm like, what's up, world? I'm like, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. What? And then I'm just, like, brash, charming flamboyant Tony. I'm like, yeah, what's up? You know, when total do you, difference. When do you guys find that you're most productive with writing stand-up? Um, with, with with me, it, it seems like it's it's like 3.30 in the morning, like okay. right before I'm about to go to bed, around sleep time. It's like I get all these a rush of fucking ideas in my head. And then another thing is it's like I go in like two-month spurts where it's like two months, I can't do anything but write jokes. Yeah. And and be like, write a whole set in one spot. And then other times it's like trying to get like a, a bad shit out yeah. where it's like, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm there right now for yeah. two months. Yeah, It comes in waves. It really comes at ebb and flows. And I think it's it's directly correlated to uh, also how well your life's going and how and, you, and point. It, it's yeah. t- it's tough to write comedy when you're depressed. That's a good point. Or you got to get dark with it. Yeah. How about you? When do you find the most productive? Super time late at night when nobody's awake and uh early in the morning and i think that there's a theory behind it where like my body wants to go to bed so i'll figure out a joke faster because my body's like all right just think of the fucking joke so we can go to sleep yeah yeah where like during the like day i'm during the day i'm like oh i could do this i could do that i could watch jerry springer like but at nighttime my body's like dude Fucking write this stupid joke so you can go to bed. Well, that's why I find the most, you know, like I, I go to bed at five o'clock in the morning and I'm up by 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And sometimes, sometimes yeah. noon, depending on how tired I am. But I find that the most peaceful time. Like everyone's like, well, you can just do that in the morning. Yeah. It's like, no. 
everyone's fucking asleep when yeah. I'm creating and I'm doing things here. And while people are sleeping, I'm yeah. trying to get an edge on people, too. That's like also another psychological edge that, I, you know, like these people are waking up and being productive in the morning while I'm working. It's the same thing. But like if you listen, if you look at CEOs of companies from Amazon to to uh, Microsoft, to all these, th they're up at three thirty in the morning. Right. They're yeah. up at four o'clock in the morning. Now, these people have fucking so much money that they could live 17 lifetimes and not spend all the money. Like, where do they find the fucking drive? Well, think about this. Like, yeah. I always said, like, you know, that's why they call them gems, because, you know, they come once in a while. Yeah. But it's like, when you think about it, like, you, 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 your, your stand-up's not really yours, because you don't create it. Like, it comes to you when it comes to you. You figure out how to put it together, but the really best shit you get, like, comes to you, and you're like, yeah. oh, my God, I could yeah. say that. Did you ever write a whole skit, and it was completely somebody else's skit that you heard six yeah. years ago? my entire act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do it on purpose. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I, I fucking heard something the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Parallel thinking, man. You can't avoid that. It's parallel thinking, but then where where is the uh, where's the cutoff date? You know, like, where's the yeah. cutoff between plagiarism? You know. Right. You know, yeah, like that whole Carl, uh, you know, Carlos Mencia thing fucking yeah. a dog's age ago well, with Joe Rogan. He was lifting jokes. Like, it's yeah. blatantly lifting jokes. But like he was a successful fucking comedian yeah. who probably doesn't have to work another day in his life. He still works. And still works. There's no new ideas under the sun, though. Like, I had this one joke where I used to go, uh, you know, I was like, I'm pretty tired, man. I think I'm just going to hit the sack. Then I'll probably go to bed. Yeah. And yeah. I was watching an American Dad episode, and, like, one of the characters said basically the same exact joke. Now, they didn't steal it from me, and I didn't steal it from them, but... Two people never met no, each other. No, you should have fucking litigated their ass. How? You can't. You can't. Yeah, I'm taking a joke. fucking America. That is. Yeah. By the way, that I fucking hate that show. Oh boy, isn't it awful? Are you eh. a fan? I used to Get like. It. No, no, no. I Tony like loves it. the worst. Well, I'm sorry, Tony. I love you. <laughs> Tony, I said look, the giant butt. He's actually he's trying to get away from me. Look how excited he's getting. He can't even stop. He's literally trying to get away from me right now. The fucking worst shows in the world. What, like, name one. American Dad. Aside from that one. Roseanne. Ah, oh, come on. You liked the new Mad Roseanne or old Roseanne? I like the old one. Just fucking both. Mad TV. Bad TV. Did you like Mad TV? I liked Will Sasso. Mm. I just like his name. Okay. That's it. That's what all else, I like about Will Sasso. One of the best names. You, uh, you, you've watched some other things that, but those are the three things off the top of my head. He doesn't like Roseanne. I don't know. Yeah, because I always I wanted to like them to dust that fucking nasty living room. That was the whole point, though. Ugh. No, it's not. It was it, disgusting. It, yeah, live in squalor, but maybe dust a little bit or vacuum. <laughs> what if you know? Will Sasso was in Roseanne and dusted? I actually, you know what? If Will Sasso put a wig on and played That's the new funny. Roseanne, yeah. they should bring it back. Yeah. And he acts like Steven Seagal the whole time. That's the. It was such a bad show, dude. You Somebody know. Somebody said like they should make it so that like uh, John Goodman lives next door to Jeff Bridges, and it just becomes the Big Lebowski. What's your favorite show of That's all time? Brilliant. Oh my god, hard to say. Wow, favorite show of all time. Oh man, I, I don't really know if oh I could answer that god. question. There's I'm been kidding. so many shows I've watched. It's, it's so funny you bring that up because every Sunday my mom would be co like cooking pot roast. Football games are done on TV, right? That old dusty fucking theme song. And it's like, and all it is, every episode is guys dressing up like women. I've never seen an episode. I couldn't, I couldn't. Not anything. Well, my dad hated it too, but he would put it on for 11 seconds. It's kind of like what I do with do with Wheel of Fortune. I listen to the wheel of, and then I just turn it off because I just get deuce chills immediately. The last word is fortune, but you turn it off, you said, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, those two hate each other. Yeah. Those two.
two fucking despise each other. As soon as the fucking camera goes off, she's like, all right, you short little prick. He's like, yeah. all right, you tunnel whore. You know wait, what I love? You, wait, hold on. Did you think of it? Because I'm curious as to what, you, what the show It's is. hard to say. I mean, okay, so let me. A favorite, would be, a favorite would be difficult to name, but I would look at shows that have been influential that I've, I've followed for a long period of time. I mean, one show Ooh, that I've... Long preamble. It's going to be well, a terrible just say show. It, just one say show it. I watched in my youth that I still follow the stories, Dragon Reading Ball Z, because I loved it when I was younger, so I want to see what happens. What? Loved The Sopranos. Followed that okay. pretty Stop. That's a weird Stop. world. I don't know. Stop. He's got his feet uh, hanging out. He's hanging out with his feet. It's Dragon Ball Z and Stop Sopranos. Stop the fucking presses. What? Dragon Ball Z. Well, I'm gauging it based on how long I followed the series. <laughs> so because I followed it to see how the story went and liked it when I was younger... I've I've watched it for a long period of time, so I'd say that would count as a. I had a mountain bike once. You still have a fucking mountain bike. I probably do somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. Uh, but no, well, no. What's no. your favorite show there, Gunslinger? Uh, of all time? Yeah. Mash. No, of the last ten minutes. Which is Mash? Mash. Yeah. Well, hands down. No, Dra- really? Dragon Ball Z. Oh, no, no, it's uh, no, Roseanne. The best show. My favorite show. Uh, I need some time to think about that. See, here we go. Your preamble. Um, I mean, okay. So, do you want to you want to hear like the, some of the best shows of all time? I love The Sopranos. I love Game of Thrones. No, I don't want to hear the best I shows. Of all time. I want to hear yours. What's up? I don't want to hear the best shows of all time. I want no, to no, no. My think. these are my favorite shows of all time. Oz, uh, In Living Color, Martin, um, Seinfeld, Martin. Yeah. Oh, Martin. <laughs> what do you mean? I wasn't a fan of Martin. Martin was one of the funniest. Fu- oh goddamn, Gina! When he Martin. when he fights that yeah. rodent in the yeah. hotel room Martin's in the Caribbean right. for about eight minutes. I've never seen my father laugh harder. Martin Martin Lawrence is a fucking is He's amazing. Hilarious. Yeah, I liked *In Living Color*. <laughs> I like that. Chappelle show is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's the best sketch comedy show ever. I mean, you you got I got some good ones here. You came up with *Dragon Ball Z* and *Sopranos*. Roseanne. I didn't say you said Roseanne. I said *Dragon Ball* and *The Sopranos*. But I'm putting you said it on. I can. I, I'll get the clip. I didn't I, say my I favorite show, show of all time, Roseanne. I said I like Roseanne. You got so excited when they were bringing it back. I get excited when the ice cream truck goes by. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's fucked up. You say that because this this I went outside to smoke uh, my uh, 20th cigarette of my shift that's it? at the restaurant. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and I heard the ice cream truck. And you want ice cream. And just remember the excitement. Yeah. Of the dan and our guy in our town had some fucked up song. It was like dan 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 ice cream. Do you he remember would, that? He would remix the song and be like ice cream, 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 ice, ice, ice cream, ice cream. It's like what are you a selling DJ? Drugs. Well, well, well right. his name his, was. his name was Lucky. Yeah, he's and, selling drugs. And he ironically, was from, he was from yeah. Turkey, professional soccer player from Turkey. Yeah, because sure yeah, because that's what every everybody yeah. from Russia yeah. and Turkey either yeah. worked in a, it was yeah. a nuclear physicist or an athlete. Yeah. I, I was a doctor in my own country. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, keep, now I plunge yeah. toilets for a keep living. Keep mopping. No? Yeah. We had a, we had a waitress at a job from El Salvador who was a congresswoman. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now sure. I hold. Now I flip sign outside of cell phone store. Yeah. 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 yeah I used yeah. to be a astrophysicist. Yeah. Yo, let me ask you this question: When you were a kid, right? Were there ever any shows you watched that like your your dad hated, and because he hated them so vehemently, it was funny to make him watch them? Uh, well, I mean, your dad's a better sport than mine because oh, my, da- my dad that well. my dad never relinquished the remote, and if he didn't like anything, it was fucking automatically off the TV. I remember one time as a little kid, I forced my dad and his ex girlfriend to watch Ren and Stimpy, and so like it was an episode of Ren and Stimpy, and and Stimpy's like, "I've got my collection of nose goblins under the table," and my dad's ex girlfriend goes. What are nose goblins? And he goes, boogers. With this look on his face like he was just well, so angry. She couldn't figure that out? He's like, boogers. What was she the- couldn't, she, are they still together? <laughs> no. Yeah, she couldn't figure out nose goblins? Well, she, was she hot? I was like Did you ever nine. have any hot, like, uh, 
Your dad ever date any like you know pieces of ass that um, you kind of wanted to like you I, thought like me, hey you had the old the let old me answer bull. That. Yeah. let me answer that for you so he had a couple of girlfriends okay whatever they're he's older than I am so I'm not really looking at them but he, he had this your, one your girlfriend dad is older than you it's amazing it's crazy uh, I didn't know that. yeah <laughs> it's a weird how life works out but like he had this one girlfriend whose daughter was a Ford model and she was like this ridiculously what kind of like Taurus. Uh, F one fifty. Uh, she yeah, she's a Taurus, fully loaded. Yeah, wouldn't let me ride her, but hey, you know what? But I mean, this smoking, smoking, gorgeous girl. And of course, <laughs> you know, I was like sixteen when I met her. I was like, oh hi, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a comedian one day, and it didn't work out. Yeah, we know. Is that all you got? That's it. Lie, one more. Lie, lie. <laughs> My father would watch one show and one show only. What show? Seinfeld. It's it's the great it is the greatest you show. You could do worse. It's the greatest show. You could it's do worse. It's the greatest show all greatest time. Show. I was just talking about man hands. And greatest show. you know what's what's crazy is I, I heard um this person, I was I was serving this guy at the bar and he's from Ireland and uh he we were talking about I made a Seinfeld reference and he's like, That is the like the funniest the greatest show. show. And I always thought it was kind of like a New York centric Kind of like it. The reason that I liked it so much because it was so New York, and every scenario that you can think of has happened to me with the parking and head first yep. or the out of spite. But this guy was from Ireland, and he's like, "Oh, people in Ireland love Seinfeld." I was like, "Well, Irish people do have good senses of humor, so that helps." But like, it was either Friends or Seinfeld for me, and I was just definitely going Friends. Hated Friends. Yeah, I don't like it. Hated it. I, I, I it just makes me feel weird inside. Yeah. Seinfeld, when you think about it, it was kind of like a well-written, well-scripted reality show. It's people just doing what people do, but the scenarios were written to be super funny. It's and a super show about nothing. Like, yeah. what, who, now who's who's your favorite? Can you just? I can't decide. No, we're gonna. That's what, and it's a loose cannon comics exclusive, yeah. exclusive, exclusive. Um, I had this argument. Ooh, argument. Yeah. No, I, I. I this, punch this some guy was, in his yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. snot locker. This this discussion comes up a lot because it's it's either George or Kramer. I think George is I, the funniest. I couldn't agree more. And it's Kramer. It's know. a it's a one A one B. Because I, I fell in love with Kramer. Like what I what about Seinfeld is in the beginning, George Costanza was like, um, who's the director that fucked his daughter? Um, uh, Woody Allen. Oh yeah, Woody uh, Allen. When you watch the first yes. three seasons, I'm um, <laughs> very like eloquent. That fucked Jason Alexander's daughter. The way you worded it, I was like, Who yeah. Well, Jason? you know, hey, it's a uh, you know, we're we're hanging loose here. Loose got gotta go. Anyway, so for the first three years, he was like Woody Allen. I always forget Woody Allen's name. I don't know why. So he was always like, oh, oh, and then I'm gonna go do this, and then he turned into this Italian Canstanzia character, yeah. where he was this just like, just don't give an inch, fucking guy. And then Kramer was weird for the first three years too. He wasn't yeah. Kramer yet, right? And right. then when he he became, a, hey, hey, buddy, yeah. you know, like that whole thing when he swims in the East River and he lives across from Kenny Roaster's chicken. And one of my favorite lines of Kramer is all time is when George is at playwright. And that's and that's like playwright now, like play now. What did he actually act like he was uh, handicapped and he, he made something for the human fund? Oh, it was like playwright or play now. Oh, when he what, are you talking about George? George worked at like this with uh, uh, Kruger Cougar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Kruger? Cougar, you yeah. couldn't uh, imagine yourself out of a paper bag. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he worked at this like um, it was like they made like 
uh, balls and they made like sports yeah. equipment. Yeah. And George, uh, you know, George duped everybody into thinking he had a cane at one point. Right, I remember. Yeah, yeah. he had the, the scooter. Yeah. So he gets Kramer in there. And and Jerry, Se- Jerry Seinfeld shows up and he goes, all right, I brought a three-hour tape. Should be enough for the experiment, the court case, and, you know, and, and the conclusion or whatever. So then he goes, uh, they fill a ball with oil because Kramer's yes, testing out yes. his bladder system. And he turns to George yeah. and he goes, George, if you were going to tell me that I was going to solve the world's energy problems 20 years ago, I'd call you crazy. Now let's throw this giant yeah, ball yeah, of yeah. oil out the window. I fucking lost it, man. Cause that something. Now let's throw this whole giant yeah, ball so of oil out the window. That's why George is funny because he's always trying to scheme, and his crazy little plucky schemes come back to bite him in the ass. And then he throws it onto the hello chick that J- hello. Jerry was trying to hello. Yeah. She's like, I'm not looking up, Jerry. All right, go ahead. You brought up uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I can't. Why? What? I mean, what? What don't you like? Can't do it. I couldn't keep up. Ned Stark from uh, well, the first season is like watching two old people. I, fuck. I, I made it to the Red Wedding. Oh wow, that yeah. you gave up after the Red Wedding? I gave up. You know why? Well, they killed off all the fucking annoying uh, characters. You should have stayed on. I've seen three Probably. episodes of it. Because I actually have to admit, yeah. my favorite part is after that. All right, just That's not the, everyone keeps telling me that though. Oh, you gotta watch the next. Oh, yeah. The next episode is the one, and well, I'm that, like. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem, because yeah. everybody goes, you gotta yeah. see it. Yeah. The fanboys are the worst. Oh, and it's like, like somebody told me the other day, I've seen the show Ozarks on Netflix, and okay show. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, tell somebody, like when I tell somebody to see Ozarks, I go, it's a good show. Yeah, Check it it's out. Not, it's not the best, yeah. Somebody the other day goes to me, goes, oh my God, yeah, yeah. it's the best show to somebody. And I go, no, no, no. Don't listen to her. Yeah. It's not the best show. In fact, it's serviceable at best. It's like a utility infielder right, in baseball. Right. He's going he's gonna to go every five days, but he's going to do a solid job. That's what Ozarks is. Don't fucking crack it up to be The Sopranos because I sit there with my arms crossed watching the show going, okay, show Nothing's me fucking Gone with the Wind, you know, yeah. and, and it doesn't come up to that. Nothing's been as good as The Sopranos since. I watched that on HBO and I was like, all right, it's amazing. amazing. So like the next show I came on, I think it was Oz or something like that or like Six Feet Under. I'm like, oh my God, what do they have next? And I was like, ugh. Um, Oz was before, Oz was before The Sopranos. Yeah, Oz was a fucking, way too much mancock. You know, it'd be just like Adebisi wearing a small, uh, a small hat and you see, and see his dong the whole time. But other than that, great plot. Well, the show's over, folks. But the party doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com, Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt. Listen to the Loose Cannon Podcast like an absolute savage.